This podcast is proudly part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network. If you'd like to check out more Kaiju and Tokusatsu goodness, go to kaijuramenmedia.com. Him? Shim! Standing by. Complete. Greetings, heroes of the internet. I'm Nathan. And I'm Drew. And we are Henshin Men, a podcast that celebrates Japanese superheroes and their high-flying and high-kicking adventures. In this installment, we'll be discussing Kamen Rider episodes 92 and 93. Kyoaku Nisei Kamen Rider. Team Rider mourns the death of Hongo only to be met by Kamen Rider. Tachibana meets the Anti-Shocker Alliance who gives him a computer tape, yeah, tape, containing the identity of the Gel Shocker leader. But this Hongo is revealed to be the Shocker Rider who teams up with the Kaijin Flytrubby, Flytrubby, however you say that, to destroy the data until the true Rider returns. <laughs> You know what? I, I'm not going to edit that. <laughs> I'm keeping that commentary as you're going. <laughs> that just Welcome made to it. the cell cast, because this is what I do with all our synopsis on there that don't. I mean, usually if I'm going to make jokes, usually if I make, if there's jokes, I just include the jokes. You're, you're making the jokes as you go. <laughs> now, what I was originally going to do to lead us in was to say, well, the real common writer, please stand up. Please stand please up. Stand up please, please stand, stand up, up. <laughs> which is Where? only going to be exponentially worse in the next episode that we talk about where's the first thing <laughs> where's the first time i i saw this like this is getting out of hand now there are two of them <laughs> Not which the first is technically time, a lie because that's actually three of them yeah yeah <laughs> oh there are two of them <laughs> yes. and more and more and more <laughs> They're multiplying. <laughs> yes. Also, last time on Common Rider, he died. <laughs> Previously on Common Rider, he died. <laughs> 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 I like, I totally you know what really I want all that you need to know about this uh, last episode going into this he died I I want that now I want that previously on that would be the best previously on ever I, like the shortest previously on ever I, yes. I want that <laughs> and then and so you know so we were talking about Star Trek before we got started so it's like last time on Star on Trek Star the next Trek. generation Picard died. <laughs> And now the no. conclusion. No. No, no, best of both worlds. Last time on Star Trek: The Next Generation, he got assimilated. Next time, this time, Mister Worf, fire! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But anyway, common writer. So yes, the, not Star Trek. Yeah, uh, I, I want as much as I want to talk about Fly Tribby, I think I'm going to say, well, no, let's talk about it now and then, I because awards. But <laughs> this kaijin is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really sorry because this is like a this this kaijin is a cyclops because where his other eye should be is his flytrap mouth. <laughs> it's more like 
it's it's not even like half his head. It's more like yeah. a third of his head that then becomes like half of his head. <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to our flash forwards. This would this technically be a flash forward to Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> It depends on which version we're talking about because yes. 50s version flashback 80s version flash forward <laughs> the only problem is he's but he might be a mean green mother he is not from outer space <laughs> <laughs> i'm a mean green mother from gel shocker it doesn't yeah uh, you have to really <laughs> work to get it, it to work. doesn't really fit yeah uh, you have to work to get it into the rhythm but don't yeah. talk to me about spider-man <laughs> <laughs> you think he's the worst well you're thinking you know, wrong <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about Batman because Rat Condor kind of also did that. (laughs) He's got a temper? Ha! He ain't got mine! (laughs) You can tell we've both reviewed that movie in the last year. Yes, we have. (laughs) I like that movie. (laughs) It's the only kaiju musical that I know of, unless you count the incredibly mediocre stage musical version of King Kong that has terrible music but an amazing animatronic. You could maybe consider labyrinth if you consider all those puppets like kaijin maybe eh. anyway moving on so anyway. this so this has got to be the wildest kaijin we've seen in a long time even compared to these other weirdo combination yeah. kaijin this thing is insane like somebody mm-hmm. the designer for this thing was on a lot of drugs yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> It's like, how many... Are you sure this is only two creatures you've thrown together? Because I swear there must be like three or four others. Oh, that's just because he's a plant and an animal. Well, considering the last time we had a bee-themed kaijin... It's one of the gaudiest things in Tokusatsu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny. You're funny, Bee Woman. Yes. But what? <laughs> That's what this thing is missing, a purple suit. Uh, it's also missing the bee cups. That too. <laughs> but admittedly, this was not the one I thought should have been a woman when I first saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be next episode. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Yeah, now we're... It's like... what You know what I think is kind of funny about kind of the previous episode, but definitely these two? Mm-hmm. Suddenly, the Kaijin are incredibly disposable because now we've got Shocker Rider, and Shocker Rider's like, this is my show now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're just here because we need a monster. Every episode <laughs> up until this point has been, for the most part, named after the monster of the week. Until this, these two, it's like, no, we know what you're here for. Evil Kamen Rider. <laughs> Majin Komen Raida. <laughs> yes, because we 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 teased him in the last episode, and it's like, oh, here mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> oh it's man, this so episode that that makes this is the first episode where I'm going. Are you people this unobservant? <laughs> okay, let's talk about that. Well, let's get off of like Trabby, even though he could. I'm sorry. Even though, uh, let's be honest. If he's if expendable, she, I mean, let, but although, even though, let's be honest. If Fly Trabby and Shocker Rider walk walked into a room nobody's looking at shocker rider even though he's arguably more evil because freaking fly trabby is an acid a walking acid trip Mm -hmm. (laughs) but shocker rider yeah shocker rider right now this trope is definitely not new to common Rider. we've had evil doubles of superheroes basically since the whole thing started ultraman did in the 1966 show i know Mm -hmm. you're watching that right now they have an episode where they do that trope it was actually one of the uh, 
remember which alien it was because he was in Shin Ultraman. That's not a spoiler. He's in the trailer. I just can't remember his name now. I'm remembering everybody else, but not him. By Wednesday, it won't matter because I'll have seen it. But, and you know, so... I already know it starts off with the Ultra Q theme song, so I'm yes, already happy. Uh, yes, yes. And Gomez. Shin Gomez. Shin Gomez. Shin Gomez. But anyway, <laughs> so... And you know, I did an episode of it, so yeah. Oh, right. I, saw it I haven't listened time. to that episode yet. Yeah, well, now you I can. don't. I don't want to listen to. I don't. I don't want to be majorly spoiled by what happens. Uh, like, I, there's it's, a cut. If you want to listen to it beforehand, beforehand, there's a cutoff point where I say after I'm, this, there's spoilers. I'm sure is. I will wait until Wednesday because I because I don't need to. I have too many podcasts backed up as it is. So. I know the feeling, but anyway. So, but and then, but in and in similar to this, in that case, it was someone masquerading as all. Ultraman to basically sully his name. And so we get that Much here. Like super common writer. Yeah, in this yeah. Super. And then you have Super Sentai and Power Rangers that do it do that all, all the, time. the freaking time to I'm, varying levels of success. The I mean, gold standard call, is the Psycho Rangers. Because good I was, lord. I was, was going to bring that up in the next one. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk about that. But so yeah. we have Shocker Rider, and it's really good. I wonder. I, I, here's I what I'm thinking. Here's where okay. I'm thinking go happened. Ahead, ahead. They're like, we need to ramp things up as we as we wrap mm-hmm. up the show what can we do and they're like let's do an evil common writer it's like that's great because we can save money we'll just recycle one of our writer suits and just give him a different scarf and different gloves we and don't boots. have to make a whole new suit <laughs> yes and i get and that's, i get that which is which granted that works it also kind of makes me think are we since we uh it's, it also feels like playing us like we do technically have a second common writer okay who looks almost and that's in, that, that'll come up next episode but we do have a second common writer who looks almost almost the same and people easily get them confused because there's only minor differences let's play off of that for our evil common writer he'll have minor differences too different minor differences and surely nobody except for the very observant will get will, will catch that I'm thinking, Ex- how, except, except those except minor differences are incredibly obvious because they are very bright <laughs> Because they stand out more than the differences between Writer 1 and Writer 2. Right, right. Because, because yellow really gloves, yellow look- scarf, and they are very, it's a very loud it's yellow. Very, it's so, it's so, yeah, it's like if it were orange, I could maybe see this because, you know, maybe his scarf faded a little bit. Maybe his silver gloves yellowed a little bit. I could maybe follow the logic. Like, oh, this is bright yellow and nobody will notice. And even nobody his, even notice. his motorcycle has an extra yellow light on it. Yeah, but but regardless, regardless of nobody figuring granted, it out. I'm a des- granted, I'm a designer. Changes like this are no- more noticeable to me than most people. Right. <laughs> but regardless of that, I really like this idea. This mm-hmm. actually, I am surprised they haven't tried this before. I know the MacGuffin. We kind of joke. We joked about it a little bit in this. I know the MacGuffin is a tape that has the leader that, that has the tube. true identity of the Gel Shocker leader, which is something they've been playing with several right. times throughout the the long run of this show, but I think I'm actually more invested in finding out who the Shocker Writer is than I am the Gel Shocker yes. leader. And as we said in the previous episode, the previous How podcast awesome episode. would it have been if it was Taki? Yeah, I was like, why isn't it Taki? That would have been brilliant! Right, and then you could make the ending of the show saving Taki! Right! So, I mean, so that his, so and that would be a good excuse to bring his wife back in you forgot about. <laughs> well, so, well, yeah, but since we're talking about memory holes, the whole this whole episode's starts with 
sad writer music is sad and everyone yes. is like oh common writer is gone what are we gonna do about it? let's very mournfully clean cyclone clean and yes. you know Tachibana do it by himself and then the writer girls will come which was and, nice and, and sweet I, I, I was expecting them to like wet cyclone with their tears and clean it and like polish yeah. it with their tears I mean <laughs> you could have done that okay that would have been wonderfully melodramatic and poetic all at the same yeah. time but you know, so they're doing all of this that they are really playing up that common writer as far as is we know dead. is dead but you know, first off the, if the writer girls don't know hongo is common writer how are they not figuring it out now yes That's, why is nobody if the if the common writer kids club does not know hongo is writer all of them why is nobody asking where mr hongo is yeah where is where's hongo so get that out of the way so that's oh, that's kind of a plot hole writer. you know but it, but that's unfortunately but something that's that happens in most superhero stories if the hero it, is it, gone no yeah. one thinks where's the secret identity he's gone too mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean they've done it in superman where if like superman was you know matt was gone or dead you know like in death of superman yeah uh, they just say oh yeah clark kent's dead too like, mm-hmm. that's your cover story they died at the same time and that at doesn't least, arouse the slightest suspicion but at least in spider-man into the spider-verse when that first peter part first spider-man dies they go ahead and show yeah he was peter parker they at least go into that mess right but right but regardless which is real great when peter b parker shows up but, <laughs> but you know regardless maybe reviewing that again this year yeah, on the cell cast as you should but regardless you get past all of that no one thinks at any point i even wrote it in my notes in mm-hmm. all caps call hayato <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait till we get to the quotes. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, why is nobody, why is everyone acting like the situation is hopeless because Common Rider is dead? There's a second freaking Common Rider. Just you. call him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is not the first time I have thought about this. Why does everyone forget that there are two of them? That's, it's like, it, okay, forgetting about Taki's wife is one thing. She was in one freaking episode, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the star of the show for like 50 episodes yes granted i know why they didn't bring him up sooner if they were really thinking about the ending of the show here because of the next episode but it's like does nobody even think about calling hayato (laughs) i'm just like you have another writer he can help you i'm just like uh, i don't know if it's like my if it's just like my modern comic book reader brain or Mm -hmm. whatever because i am far too used to reading american comic books where if they're in a situation like this the they don't even hesitate like the first thing they think of is call the other guy yeah you know okay oh crap uh oh uh, where, uh, uh wally super- or barry depending on the era yeah. it's like you know, wally oh, we'll say wally because i think it was more common with wally like oh wally's gone somebody call jay you know mm-hmm. <laughs> with the flash people in case you don't know the flash right right you know you know especially you post-crisis s- when jay mm-hmm. garrick was in the same universe as wally and later barry because comic books green lantern has the same issue yeah well but at least with with green lantern that actually makes sense because Mm -hmm. it's an entire core and then if they're like um somebody took out uh why is his name escaping me i'm a terrible nerd john stewart 
Stewart, Hal not, Jordan. No, Hal Jordan. It's like somebody took out Hal. Somebody call John, you know, yeah. <laughs> or Kyle, or or Kyle. Yeah, call John. Any, call Kyle. We've got backups. There's like four or, or five lanterns of, from Earth at this point. Uh, there's, I think there's uh, there's eight. There are more com- green lanterns on Earth than there are a team of Sentai. <laughs> right. It's it's kind. Of, it's just comic books. I, like and I'm surprised the Guardians of Oa aren't looking at that sector twenty eight fourteen and being like, why do we have so many lanterns there? <laughs> there's this weird plot hole in the center of the earth that causes all of get the universe to exist on earth primarily <laughs> go figure <laughs> but regardless why is earth so important in this galaxy why is earth so important in everything <laughs> but anyway anyway they no one thinks about it Uh, despite my initial like uh, like outrage at that i was like Mm -hmm. fine whatever it's a different time in a different place it's not probably not going to do that and then to my surprise but we'll get to that in the next episode we cover yes but that's that's actually the hardest part of this because in every other episode it's self-contained for the most part we don't have to worry about spoiling something that's coming up so in my mind i'm actually thinking not of this is a one episode i'm thinking of the three episodes the episode before and after this at the same time right right because <laughs> like cause, yeah because the gill shocker school is basically part one yes, and it dovetails is, into this now it's this. not a true two-parter because the gill shocker no. school is done yeah you know so but it's dovetailing time, into it's like, this that was act one we're now in act two there's an act three coming looks like a act four and a five later on potentially at least an yes. act four at least an act four so it's like good night this this story went from being you can watch this in any order to serialize you must watch it in order <laughs> right right now they introduce something in here that i'm a little on the fence about mm-hmm. because it makes sense but i wonder if it technically doesn't make sense the anti-shocker alliance so we have another before <laughs> we have another secret or- so we have a secret organization that's fighting another secret organization mm-hmm. shield and hydra anyone but yeah kind of but not really eh. yeah because <laughs> at least shield is a government organization I- this is just a group <laughs> of people who happen to band together yeah now it makes sense that it exists i want to preface it by saying it totally makes sense that this exists because and it's a really interesting idea so Mm -hmm. the anti-shocker alliance is a bunch of people who have in some form or another and they're they're international they say they're international who have been victimized by shock i Mm -hmm. like this concept yes i really like this concept and it sounds like why have they not interacted with the common writer club before right (laughs) that's what i'm gonna get at but if you think about it, it, this is something that just dawned on me, like the whole motif and theme that's running throughout this stretch of episodes is duality. Mm-hmm. So you have Shocker Rider, who's, you know, who is the opposite of Common Rider because Shocker right. Rider is evil. And now Shocker slash Gel Shocker has a counterpoint a yin to their yang because now we have the anti-shocker alliance who is international and is made up of people who've been victimized by shocker so it's a secret mm-hmm. organization fighting the other secret organization it's just that the difference here is they're secretive because they need to protect themselves yeah. from the one that wants to take over the world of course mm-hmm. so i really like this concept you know it's so it's working very well and again like it's a very yin and yang very asian sort of concept mm-hmm. you know the polar opposite but it does start begging a few questions when did you form and why yeah. have you never talked to the common writers 
years before, depending on how long you've been around. Like, exactly. if you just kind of coalesced within the, like, I don't know, the span of, like, since Gelshocker formed, I can well, understand that. Except they said they have been, been a thorn in their side since they were Shocker, which means it's more than 20 episodes. Right. <laughs> which just starts begging a lot of questions. Why haven't you talked to the common writers before? Exactly. I would Granted, be like, I would be like, hey, Granted, there are superheroes fighting them. We might want to talk to them. Granted, looking at the next episode, there is at least some evidence that they have, but they've never interacted with this branch that we've been uh, working with this whole time. Right. We've been watching this whole time. Right. But still, like I said, it's a really cool idea because we meet a couple of people who are kind of the faces for this particular branch of the of the Alliance. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what the why the other guy was in it, but the woman that they meet, she said, I think she said her, was it her husband or one of her kids? For her, it was her mother. It was her the mother, guy, that's right. The, the guy, it was his son. It was his that son. That was killed. Yeah. That's the only two we ever got any motivation for. Right. But it's still good motivation, so I really yeah. like this. But like I said, it from a world-building standpoint, it kind of begs some questions. But the, what I love, what I love well, is when- it the, also makes sense because, you know, we have no idea who the Gel Corporation was before they merged with Shocker, so- Geldum, yeah. You know, Geldum, yeah. Yeah. I, I, what the heck? Uh, but here's the thing that I find kind of funny is when we- The first one we meet is the woman. I can't wish I can remember their names, unfortunately. I, I don't, don't remember, remember any of their names. But so he meets Tachibana. She meets Tachibana and he's like, how do I know you're not Shocker? Which is a very reasonable yeah. question to ask. How do I know you're telling yeah, me the how truth? How do you know? And then she magically can see an invisible Gale Shocker goo and she throws a knife at him and kills him, implying that she saved his life. And mm -hmm. I get it. And she is telling the truth. But yes, the first thought that if I was Tachibana, the first thought that would have went through my head is that proves nothing. <laughs> Exactly, because <laughs> Kill Shocker is evil. They would gladly kill one of their grunts to, sh to show how uh, on our side they are. Right. So They are not beyond murder, murdering their own people for the sake of exactly. deception. So I, I, I believe that, you know, she is at least against Shocker, but still this proves nothing. <laughs> Yeah. This really does prove nothing. Yeah. Oh, uh, I did write this. I should have brought this when we were talking about sh about Shocker Rider. I and that was I've, I've talked about this before on some uh, on some other podcast episodes, but color theory and the color oh, yeah. theory. I learned the literary color theory that I learned about you know, what colors mean symbolically in literature. Mm -hmm. Granted, it doesn't necessarily apply universally depending on culture. So it's yeah. probably more of a more of a Western thing. But at least American. Yeah, I did kind of look at this and like hmm, I could see how it could apply here. But the the yellow scarf and the yellow gloves in the color theory i learned yellow is symbolic of enlightenment blindness or both of them at the same time mm -hmm. so i could look as like actually that kind of makes sense he is somehow blinding people to the fact that he's a deceiver right there you go so anyway there's your big brain thinking here for a 70s superhero show <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking at it going, you know, maybe the anti-shocker alliance, I get not knowing that that's not common writer. That's not the real common writer. The Kenny Force is, sorry, the common writer. The Kenny Force? <laughs> no, I said the Kenny Force. Oh, okay. Uh, they said Kenny Force. Like, what? That, them, them too. Uh, no, but the common the writer kids club, they have seen, not only, not only do they have dealt with common writer on a lot of times, they are wearing parts of his uniform as part of theirs they have his scarf they should know it's not yellow <laughs> it's red because look down <laughs> basically <laughs> 
basically. Now, I do have a few more notes on this particular episode. I think we're really the, the, the considering that the next that the next this is very much these two episodes are very much connected. So I think we're going to oh, expand yeah. on a lot of this stuff. We get to the next episode, so I'm just going to mention just a few funny little things that I noted, so we can get to the next one. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of things that, that I just thought were funny. Some nitpicks, <laughs> like I wrote down in my notes: boys put on pants. I don't know what it is with <laughs> boys in 60s and 70s Japan. I, what Daisy Duke called, she wants her shorts back. I don't yes. get it. I, you, you you do look like you're because of the length of those jackets it really does look like all these kids are running around without pants on <laughs> but yeah like Godzilla's Revenge tiny tiny shorts Godzilla versus Megalon tiny tiny shorts what is the deal <laughs> at least with the the common Rider helmets as I call them I, that makes sense because that kind of goes with the yellow hats that the kids had to wear in Japan at that time for yes. the safety things I get that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, so that's kind of like a funny does make little, it stand out yeah that's so that's like a funny little Little nitpick I still had. don't know still don't know why all these kids are wearing velvet red sport coats <laughs> Because it looks dapper, I don't know. And then I have a couple of the other things in here kind of go together, and we'll talk about them in the awards. But I had a candidate for best line coming at you that didn't mm-hmm. quite make it, but it's just such a great line because Hongo does return. We should mention this. Hongo does miraculously... Okay, let's talk yes. about this right now before we, we get into... We, do need, to, the, we do need to talk about that. Hongo miraculously shows back up. We knew it was going to happen, but there's yes. basically no explanation. There is no explanation. <laughs> it's like, I'm back. Oh, you're you're the common writer? I thought, where, where, where's the, uh, the tape? We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> so like, it's like, ha I am Hongo and I am still alive. The, the only, the closest, you been? the closest thing to an explanation probably won an award, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's, you've been gone a week. Where have you been? Basically. And Call somebody. Right. They, they at least want to know Hongo is safe if you're still, if they still don't know that you're common Rider. Yeah. Since Tiger Pete is dead, but you're yes. not. Okay. Yes. We, ex, explanations to your friends. Yeah. At least of your, at least those who are only aware of your human identity. Right. Right. So like anyway, I said, sorry. there's one line related to that, that won an award, but then there was one that was kind of related that I just thought okay this is cute this is a cute hero line here where he says sorry to disappoint but the name of common writer will never be disgraced because he's talking to shocker writer who basically says i'm gonna sully your reputation i am going to troll you to the point where you have no social capital you will be canceled common writer in more ways than one (laughs) yeah (laughs) first also this is another question i'm dealing with shocker writer he shows up at common writer kid hq as common writer has Common Rider ever shown up at Common Rider HQ unless he's got to fight somebody? True. Hongo does, but not Common Rider himself. So if that, that should be raising some questions. I'm just saying. Right. Probably not for Tachibana because he knows. Tachibana knows, sure. But why is nobody else raising the question? Common Rider, we're your fan club. <laughs> We want your autograph. (laughs) Yes, we get in contact with you, but that's just because of Tachibana, because he knows your secret line. (laughs) Have you seen our friend Hongo? We've missed him. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I have found Hongo. (laughs) Yes. Here, let me talk. Let me let me uh, go. I think he's out in the hallway. Give me a second. Hey, Hongo, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing good, common writer. How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like ventriloquism at that point. Yes. Well, he's got a helmet on. Doesn't even have to do for. 
ventriloquism quite as much. Or would that well, hamper well, the ventriloquism because well, he has well, to throw is, the voice? If it is really evil common writer and they somehow cloned him, not that we know if that's what happened, he could just take his helmet off and stick his in and say, oh, hi, common writer. How are you doing? <laughs> hi, guys. I'm just out here talking to my good friend, common writer. <laughs> Can you come in the room, Hongo? No. No, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> I, I, I've, I, I'm seeing this really interesting like a little thing out here hey where did this painting come from of a cat <laughs> <laughs> continuity anyway let's really unpack why, why did we put it in the hallway oh yeah because it caused so much trouble when it was in the office <laughs> but it's still a nice painting we like the look of it yeah. now anyway <laughs> that's why it's in the hallway all right let's uh, unpack what we've been setting up in the next episode do it Common Riders, Hachinen no Common Rider. Hongo and Flytraby fall into the ocean and are presumed dead. Of course, he died again. Both the Anti-Shocker Alliance and Gelshocker attempt to trick the other with fake computer tapes, but our heroes are saved by Hayato. With Hongo miraculously still alive, an exchange is arranged for the real tape, yeah, tape, and the hostage Team Rider, only for six Shocker Riders to appear. <laughs> And through the magic of post-production, you're not going to hear all of the attempts to read that plot synopsis. <laughs> Stupid fat tongue. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of it might be on me because I was trying really hard to get everything down to three sentences and maybe and it should have been I, four. <laughs> and if I wasn't trying to read fast, <laughs> I'd actually read through this completely about two or three times. I may have gotten that line better the first time. Yes. But anyway. Yes. But anyway, now we can really, really unpack some things here. Yes. So fly track. I don't know who activated Common Rider's trap card. <laughs> I don't know who got who got disposed of more nonchalantly and unceremoniously than Centigrapede or Flytrippy. Because I mean, at least when Centigrapede was disposed of, he you know it was like you know the falling suicide suplex and he blew up. Yes, Flytrippy just falls into the ocean and you never see him again. So here's the thing. <laughs> when Sin Tigerpede died at the end of the Terror School episode, there was at least 24 hours before I got to the one we just talked about. This episode, I watched immediately after this one. And I'm sorry. I, I, I did too. Because did, one, did, did he die? One, yeah, did, one for timing. He, two, right. I'm like, I have to see. <laughs> yes. But it's like, did he die at the end of the last episode? Because I only remember dying in this episode. <laughs> I don't remember where the cliffhanger was. <laughs> the cliffhanger was was common. The, the cliffhanger was common rider hanging from the ledge with shocker rider and fly Tribby at the top. Right. So it's like okay. So it wasn't this when he actually died. That wasn't part yes. of the last, the previously on. Segment. No, it wasn't part okay. of the previously on because fly Tribby says I'm going to kill him, and shocker is like fine, and then he goes on to try to do it, and then Hongo basically gets him to fall down with him into the ocean, and right. then they're both just 
presumed dead, but given that this is Hongo show, he's the mm-hmm. only one who is, oh, Flytrebee is the only one who is truly dead, and we get no explanation for why Kamen Rider, for why Hongo is alive and Flytrebee is not. <laughs> right. So here's an interesting thing I noted in terms of where this fight was taking place. Isn't that where they filmed the Toei opening logos, where the water it rushing up be. on the rocks? It looks like it. So that's why I call this the Toei Rocks fight. <laughs> the Toei Rocks fight. Yeah. Because that's what it reminded me. I was like, that's the Toei logo that they're fighting on top of. <laughs> that's how you know Common Rider is Toei's favorite son. He is literally yes. fighting on the logo. <laughs> yes. So it's like, like, ha- it's lo- like having the Enterprise fly around the Paramount logo. Mountain. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is actually a real mountain. <laughs> it is a real mountain. Yeah. Or at least it's, or it's based on a real mountain. It's based on a real mountain. I don't remember which mountain it was, but anyway. Yeah, that's some research for later. But yeah, so that happened. And then out of nowhere, like the RKO, yes. a new Kaijin shows up. And I'm like, what new Kaijin? I thought it was Flytribian for a hot second. Yes. <laughs> he had morphed somehow into a, another Kaijin, which I would I would not put it past this show <laughs> that if Flytribian had soaked in water, he'd turn into another Kaijin. Yeah, in this case, <laughs> Ray Poimoth. Which I swear when I first saw this before the character talked, it's like, oh, we got another female. Because it kind of <laughs> looked like maybe it had a witch motif maybe with the <laughs> way the manta ray on the back was and the moth thing. It's like, oh, this obviously is a female kaijin. He talks. It's like, no, no, this is a hell's angel. As in the biker gang? As in the biker gang or the underworld? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> now, because he kind of looks like the old grizzled motorcycle gang member. He does, but I, the name confuses me a little bit because with all these other ones, I can see what words they're combining together to right. make the kaijin. This one well, confuses this, me because like, wait, it's Ray Poi Moth. Poison. It's Manta Ray and Poison Moth, but they've never included the adjective in any of the names before. I know, that's why it's confusing. And then... Like, well, Flytrebee technically because it was Flytrap. But yeah, but yeah, but that makes sense. It's still yes. two words. This you one, don't normally call them Poison moths yeah so but and then I, I don't know maybe it's just because he popped out of water when we when we we're introduced to it yes. and maybe to Three a certain extent after the other one died yeah and then maybe also kind of the the wacky design but when it said ray poi moth because poi isn't is the middle syllable in there my my very wacky brain went to koi fish <laughs> Well, see, the way we keep saying Ray Poimoth, I'm now expecting that to actually be two names. Ray and the surname is Poimoth. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just calling this guy Ray from now on. Although, we talked a little bit about Ghostbusters, and so now I'm thinking of Ray from Ghostbusters. Yeah. I, but the other, also Ray Poimoth. Ray po- I'm surprised you didn't bring this up. Ray Poimoth sounds like a Pokemon. I mean, <laughs> that's, well, Venomoth, sure. But <laughs> no, just the we, name we, Ray Poimoth. That sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> except Pokemon, I think, is a little bit better about their combo names sometimes. <laughs> they don't try to combine three words all the time, uh, yeah. not regularly. But or, I just, at least, I, or at least when they use English, they are better about making the syllables work together. <laughs> right. But he just, Norm- like, normally they get away with it by saying, oh, yeah, this is all this. We're combining a Japanese word and a Spanish word. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, we'll I'm pray, uh, we'll pray you no notice, English people. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay, actually, I I almost want to rethink one of my awards looking at my notes again. But anyway, but so yeah, he just pops up and just takes charge. And he's like, you, Shaka Rider, do what I say. I am a new Kaijin. I'm like, I've never seen you before. Why do I? <laughs> why, why, do, why, why should we care? Uh, evil Common Rider has done much better work than you have. For, yeah, you just for, for showed up. And you're, just, you're just like, haha, I am. I have Kaijin privilege. You must do what I say. Hey, Rat Condor did the same freaking thing. <laughs> that, this is true. But at, least, but at least in his case, his predecessor was still alive for five minutes. Yes. <laughs> and he did nothing to help. <laughs> so that at least makes some sort of sense. This one is like, it's like he's literally, like, was he just sitting there under, under, under the, the water? Under the and he's like, he sees Flytraby fall into the water with Common Rider. And apparently Flytraby just, his, apparently water is his weakness. He just instantly drowns or something. Uh, he, I, I suspect he dissolved. <laughs> he just dissolved. And he's like, ooh, yes. he's dead. Boing. Ha ha, Shaka Rider. Now I'm in charge. It's like, so, hey, uh, Ray Poimoth, what happened to Common Rider? He was down too. Where did, is he still alive? Where yeah. is he? Was, but and then and then Shocker Rider's like, shouldn't I'm just going to. Shouldn't you be keeping an eye on him? I was like, oh, no. Okay, good. Uh, Common Rider doesn't have the, the jump drive. That's really <laughs> the what jump I keep thinking of. The, the 70s era jump drive that we're yeah. calling a tape. Yeah. yeah. That he's going to throw into the water. But then. Here, here, here here's, here, here's a briefcase with an, another fake one. Take it. And, yeah. And yeah. Ray Poimont just shows up HQ. and says, no, don't destroy it. We're going to use it in a convoluted plot to fake everybody out and possibly yes. kill people you know, with tra with fake trap you know, flash drives. And, yes. <laughs> and he's like, okay, fine. I don't care. I mean, which, whatever. Which, I don't care. Honestly, <laughs> if you just saying this as someone who's studied tech design, if you were going to make a 70s era jump drive, making it look like a vacuum tube does kind of make sense. It's it still does. better. It's still, but at least they weren't using an eight track tape like Star Wars did. True. <laughs> true and then immediately after that he just says no don't do that and then Taki's like give me that thing back and then he's like well we got to make it look good so then they start yes. beating each other up he's like, okay at least you're thinking yeah <laughs> and then we get the this almost got the award we get the wonderful scene of Taki bashing a gil shucker goot's face with a suitcase yeah <laughs> it's like here let me kill you with the MacGuffin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we're off to a really good start here. It's oh, a yes. weird, but we get a good start. But here's the part that I'm looking at it. And I'm wondering if I may need to change my award, but we'll find out. But then they play the tape. <laughs> Uh, if you don't, I will, because, oh, look, Alvin and the Chipmunks are working for Shocker or Anti-Shocker Alliance. That must be Simon. Who Did they kill Dave? <laughs> did Shocker kill Dave? That's what I would like to know. <laughs> I was like, were they just, is the idea supposed to be that they're just disguising their voices on the recording? It is. But I'm here going, Christmas, Christmas time is here. Shocker's leader is. I have this horrible image of the primary color Gelshock recruit. It's like smothering Alvin. Yes. <laughs> That's why they're in the, Al the, 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 the evil shocker, the anti-shocker alliance. Alvin got killed. It's <laughs> probably Dave. Because too. honestly, that, the, that, the, the voice on the recording does sound like Simon. And he's the only one of those three. I could see speaking Japanese. <laughs> He was the nerd, actually, right? Yeah. Actually, Theodore might just for the fun, funny factor of it, but he does sound more like Simon. <laughs> oh 
Oh my gosh. I was that that kind of took me out of it a little bit. I have something that L- I think arguably in literally you know, I had paused the video to write the note I had before it, which was the interesting port for the 70s era jump drive. <laughs> and I hit play immediately and I start hearing kill shocker scoons are doing this. I think it's well, where ouch Simon, where'd you come from? <laughs> right. I had, to re- I had to rewind. It's like I missed something now that the Alvin the Chipmunks are in the show. <laughs> yes. Yes, I. It's probably the the wackiest thing that happened in these two episodes. But there's something else that I, at least in my thinking right now, I'm letting it edge out a little bit because in a larger context, it makes less sense <laughs> and is more questionable. Other than mm-hmm. but chipmunk voices, I, that is definitely a close second. <laughs> Be it known, if you want to disguise your identities from an evil organ, an evil secret society bent on world domination, especially yeah. if it has ties to the Nazis, chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, now I'm just sitting here thinking, it's like, do you think something like some of the Avengers tried this with Hydra? They had to, had to have. <laughs> Hell, Hydra! <laughs> 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 I, I just wrecked him, folks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I don't have a come come up. Uh, 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 whatever the word is, I don't even have the word for what I'm trying to say. Come back, <laughs> come back. I, I don't have a comeback for this. Oh, it's just. And then, and then here's the thing. I, I kind of hinted at it a little bit. It, this gets kind of humorously convoluted because both sides mm-hmm. say we're gonna outwit the other with a fake tape. There's just fake tapes everywhere. Yes. <laughs> it's like and, and the, the alliance says, give them Quotation. a fake tape. Sh- and then Gail Shocker says, give them a fake tape that will blow up. <laughs> yeah. With evil with, with uh, evil brain waves. I think they called it. <laughs> or evil sound killer sound waves. It was killer, killer sound, sound waves. waves. That it needs to be the name for an eighty style heavy metal band killer sound killer waves. sound waves yeah <laughs> that is, or or an album title they could be an album yes. title too <laughs> so i was just like oh good lord this is gonna this is gonna get nut okay yeah there's like there's nothing but fake tapes going around like they're gonna lose tapes <laughs> they are going to tapes they're going to lose <laughs> track of where the real MacGuffin is because the fake MacGuffins are everywhere <laughs> wait, wait wait did you just say in an episode called the eight common writers that they're gonna lose track like yes. eight track <laughs> that was unintentional, but I like it. <laughs> Proof that we are nerds that have good memories of this past. We know about eight track tapes. How many yes. other kids our age know this? I yeah, call us kids. Yeah, kids. <laughs> That's funny. We're kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can no longer be like, I can no longer think of myself as the younger generation no. anymore. I uh, I learned that when I became a teacher at uh, at grad school. I'm like, oh, there are technically people a lot younger than me, and I can pick on them now. Yes. <laughs> okay, Zoomers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. So. I do find it funny. We called them Zoomers before everyone had to go to school on Zoom. I think that's actually what started it. I th- before I that, I think that before Zoomers that they called them Generation Z. But then see, in the that that was my understanding where Zoomer came from because it's Z Boomers. Yeah, and I thought that started in like 2018, 2019. Then I we think, had Zoom. I th- happen, uh, my so. theory, uh, this will be a quick tangent. <laughs> my theory is that the senior adults got sick of the kids calling, th- mm-hmm. saying "Okay, Boomer" to them, and then when they realized, "Oh, we would call you Generation Z," and now thanks to the pandemic, you're constantly online using video chat. Okay, Zoomers. 
so they just wanted to retort. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. Wh- whether it happened before or after that, let's face it, it's now because you all went to school on Zoom while we had to walk uphill both ways in the snow to get to school. Or I just walked into the next room because I was homeschooled. Anyway. <laughs> I'm saying I got general. no snow days, people, okay? There were no snow. There are no snow days in homeschooling. <laughs> let's f- I'm in Texas. We had no snow for there to be snow days. We had exactly. ice days. <laughs> you had because what? Was, we had ice days because of the humidity. It never snowed. It always iced over and then yeah. only for a day yeah. until snowpocalypse happened in 2021. Then we were out for a week because yeah. we didn't know what to do. Yeah. That's because you all weak. <laughs> we you deal with that every, we, we deal with that like three or four times were, a year. And how many of y'all are complaining about 80 degree temperatures? Uh, the, where we regularly deal with a hundred degree temperatures. Anyway, we're not summer. okay. Okay, I'm just I saying mean, I, we both have our strengths and weaknesses when it comes to dealing with the weather, and they're just opposite. Anyway, I am ending the tangent before this turns into an unfortunate tangent. contest. But anyway, so I just want to point out that the show magically heard our complaints in the last yes. episode because I'm like, call freaking Hayato. You have another right. He shows up. Yes, <laughs> and not like, only, not only does he show up, he's the first person to ask common writer when did your scarf turn yellow <laughs> and like, Hayato, you are a genius among people <laughs> yes then, it's only then Takios. you know i was just wondering the same thing and then say something earlier you idiots <laughs> and he's incredibly fashionable because he shows up wearing a cowboy hat <laughs> yes because obviously he's been in texas <laughs> <laughs> and he's just he just like shows up all hero like with the yes. cowboy hat just like so someone told me you needed help <laughs> it's like all all your missing is that little bit of hay sticking out of your teeth. <laughs> so it's been a while since we've seen Hayato, but man, does he make a good entrance. He just walks in. Yeah. It's like, it's big dang hero time. <laughs> yeah. I heard you needed help. <laughs> like, where have you been? You could have used you a couple episodes ago. And then he fills Hongo's shoes very nicely for a little while in this episode because yes. he's like, he figures out. It's like, you're a fake. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. And then... Shocker Rider's like, oh, you figured it out. Hey, goons, catch. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a motorcycle chase because you have to have a motorcycle chase. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and then, I mean, I have some opinions about that, uh, about that and, sequence. And, and then but... you get the, the simple fact that, hey, everyone now knows Hayato is Kamen Rider because he transforms in front of them. <laughs> Secret so identity. What are I those? Know, I don't know if anyone knew it before, but good night. The entire writer club knows it now. For sure. But then we get the uh, this nice chase sequence that includes, uh, again, the, this there were a lot of great choices for best line this week. And this mm-hmm. one was in contention because after they chase each other on the motorcycles for a while, Hayato pulls a John Wick and he just jumps from one motorcycle to the other yeah. the, you know, that, on the fake and cyclone. Then, and then that's when we get, I swear, I swear must be our first rear projection a stunt of the season. No, they're, they've done a rear was, projection was stunt another, before. They've done well, it before, is, they, they but the editing, the editing is not great. <laughs> they don't do it often. And so I was, I, I was sitting there going, whoa, they actually are doing rear projection. They obviously didn't want to hurt somebody in that, in that stunt. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, the editing is not great. It's better going into it, but getting out of it is yeah. so glaringly obvious that they switched from rear projection to location well, filmmaking. And, it, uh, and the fact that we're seeing this on a high definition screen is not helping matters. Even if we are looking at the old seventies masters, yeah, there's been some it work to clean it up, but 
uh, and that has made it a little obvious that it's rear projection. Yeah. So, you know, I have to knock the editing a little bit, but it's still a, in concept. It's a great sequence. Yeah. And, you know, there's a great line here where Shocker Rider's basically telling Hayato, get off me. And Hayato says, a fake is a fake from start to finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, bam, stick it to him, Hayato. <laughs> I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> I missed Hongo when he came back, too. But I'm like, I miss you. <laughs> it, it just raises the question that I've had since uh, the first time Hongo came back when y'all were talking about it. It's like, why aren't you integrating these two characters all the time? <laughs> well, it's because they did the same thing that they did to explain why Hongo was gone because the actor got hurt. And- Granted, but Hayato didn't get hurt. I'm just saying from a writing perspective, they should have been fighting together for a lot longer well, than they have. They, well, but they said like, Shocker's doing terrible things all over the world. So one writer's got to go fight somewhere else besides japan yeah sure the great leader is obviously in japan yeah (laughs) but but it does make episodes like this all the more special when it happens true granite true because that's one of the things I've said this before on the show. I just, kinda, I just got the feeling when I was originally reading through this and saw, okay, so Hayato was the first 13. Then they had, uh, Hongo was the first 13. Then because of the injury, they had to have a replacement and that was for a while. And then obviously when Hongo comes back, oh, obviously they're all, it's, it's just going to be both of them fighting together for the rest of the series. Like every other common writer series I've watched where there's been two writers, they fight together all the stinking time. No, they don't do that yet. They didn't think of that till much later. Right, <laughs> right. Now, like I said, but it makes the times when they do very special and i've said this before on the show this series the creators on this made possibly the best lemonade out of the lemons mm-hmm. they were given because they did not plan for fujioka to get hurt right and so like crap what are we gonna do we want it we we still want him to be the star but we can't do it for a while because he's got to recover we're gonna need a new writer okay so we'll have the new guy we'll have put we'll let him be do his thing for a while and then we'll bring hongo back but mm-hmm. now we can do team-ups we can have yes. two common writers and it'll be epic every time we do it Ah! And then it became a trope of the entire franchise. Right. It started off as, well, this will be something cool and special we can do later on. Hey, let's just do this like every episode that we have two, that we have two writers. Yeah. So like <laughs> I said, it's like the best lemonade right. out of the worst lemons because I'm sure, I'm sure for television creators, it is a nightmare oh, yeah. to lose an actor due yeah. to injury. And I'm sure from the very beginning, the in- intention was never for there to be more, be more than two on screen at a time. So the, the, the entire concept of the show is focused on we've got to have one writer be the superhero for this so that is the nice thing when they do decide hey let's just loosen their belts a bit let's bring a second common writer in here and we'll have some fun with this cool team up episode right every once in a while right then of course they bring him back in this episode where it's like oh yeah we already have two writers on screen what's what's wrong with a third and a fourth (laughs) and then by the end of it they're like a sixth yeah a seventh and an eighth yeah because it actually confused me at first because we get another scene later with shocker writer and suddenly the scarf is different the gloves are the same but the scarf but now, is different. Oh, I'm like, hold you on. Got a white scarf. There's four? I'm like, hold on. Is this an editing mistake? Did they give the, this actor the wrong color scarf at one point? No. Mm. Nope. No, they didn't. No, of course, we kind of knew something was happening with the name of this episode, but. Well, yeah, but I wasn't expecting that until the end. That's the thing. Yeah, because that's the way these shows work. This it, the, the title spoils the ending of the episode. Right, right. Now, Hongo does come back after Hayato gets to have a little bit of solo fun. Right. 
right. With again, no explanation. A, this guy has miraculously survived twice. That's like Hayato's thing now, because he was technically is doing this back in the first thirteen episodes. Oh, you mean Hongo? He mis- yeah, Hongo. When he mysteriously showed up in the coffin in that one episode <laughs> that, to fight the bad guy. That guys. is the most inexplicable thing that's happened on this show. But it's the same thing. <laughs> he just it's like, oh, the plot needs me to to dramatically appear in this one spot. That my power has been activated. I shall teleport to where I'm needed. <laughs> yeah, it just I like how how it's just like he's just common common writer's power is that of plot convenience. Yeah, a little bit. Ep- I f- in the most epic ways possible. A, a little bit. I mean, it's kind of like well, who was it in DC? Mister Miracle, who was like that was just like his thing. He could just miraculously yeah. survive anything, like, you know, because okay, he's Mister cool. Miracle. He's an escape artist. That was that's right. his thing. But I, it's just like I'm just still alive. The kaijin is somehow dead, but I am still alive. Right. And like you've done this two episodes in a row now, man. Okay. You need to just in some ways three. Yeah. And so I'm just like okay. You have the uh, blindness thing from the episode right. Before. But I'm just like okay. Show you can only do this trick so many times in a row. You probably shouldn't do it in the next episode. Okay. Right. <laughs> you've like how about not killing him? Yeah. <laughs> Once I'm okay with two. You're pushing it. If you go beyond two. And the and the crazy <laughs> thing is, is you don't really need much to fix this. You just needed one scene coming back from a commercial break earlier on to see Hongo just climbing out of the water down downstream, not downstream, but somewhere on the down the beach. Right. That's and like and like I don't know a drowned fly trabby or something in the in know? the background. Yeah. Or at least or at least have like some weird green that that green blood on his hand, on Common Rider's fist or something. Right. Right. I mean, it's, this is not hard, but yeah, he's just like, yes. ha ha! I am not. I'm not quite dead yet. <laughs> Reports of my death have been completely untalked about because we didn't talk about it. <laughs> we just made you assume we were I was dead. <laughs> you only thought I was dead, but it was I, Hongo. <laughs> you only thought Fly Trabby killed me, but it was me, Common Raider. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I am Common Rider with the power of memes. <laughs> yes, I am Common Rider, master of meme. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> I'm in an X-Men mood at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't say that in a future episode, I will be fair uh, of your X-Men coverage. I will be very disappointed. <laughs> you know, episode three, what it's called. So don't be, don't, be, don't think I'm not going to think about it. <laughs> co- my, my co-host will not understand the joke and I won't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll be just like, so let's go play X-Men arcade. And yes. <laughs> which is basically, Based on a pseudo pilot for this show. Oh, I included the Pride of the X-Men theme in our opening audio bumper for for the X-Men. I hope you covered it. You should have covered it. We, we, we are talking about covering it near the end. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, yes. We didn't talk about it ahead of time when we were scheduling everything, and we already have you scheduled for an episode, and that would have thrown the schedule off. The yeah, side. that's true. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we get to a pretty explosive ending for this I, yes, uh, for this uh, episode, and it's not even the end. I thought, are we gonna wrap this up really that fast? Nope, I, cliffhanger. <laughs> literally, we got to the part where the, where Hayato showed up, and it's like, hang on, pause. We only have ten minutes left in this episode, and we haven't even shown more than four evil writers or four writers so far. Where are the other four gonna show up? And then they do, and yeah. in the fighting in the fighting quarry, as I call it. Yeah, now. the fighting quarry. With 
with a helicopter because they're making it. They're trying to make the exchange. And, right. you know, weirdly enough, Shocker has been surprisingly honest in this where, except in this one, like and the Sin Tiger Pete actually kept his word, didn't kill the kid that we talked about right. before. And then this one, they they don't keep their word. And they the, our heroes are kind of surprised by this. Like, guys, it's the bad guys. You're, they're not going to keep their word. I was like, when did you ever think that the bad, that especially these types of bad guys that would, mm-hmm. you know, would keep their word? You should have gone into this expecting betrayal. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But regardless, so we get Hongo, we get Hayato who have quite possibly the most epic double henshin that they have ever had. Right. I I, I love that they actually are using both the, the modern henshin form uh, for Hongo and then the the old looked like it was animated on craft paper <laughs> one for Hayato. Yeah, but they do it. You get yeah, both of it. They it. both like, do the... They're standing on top of a mountain. They mm-hmm. each do their pose. They each but, say henshin and then we yes. get the, an, the transformation animation for both of them oh, i'm like man you guys are pulling the they, stops out with this they, they, it's good to know toei learned early on this early on in the process if you have an excuse to show more than one morphing sequence at a time you do it <laughs> you do it but speaking we, of fans of both will love both yeah but speaking of toei doing all, all, something all first, we missed was the explosions in the background afterwards. right but speaking of but you know like i was saying speaking of toei doing something first <laughs> We find out in this, oh, there's not just one Shocker Rider. Oh, there's not even just two, because we were kind of aware of two. We knew knew of two. There's six of them. And fun fact, if you include the common Riders, all the Sentai colors are here in their scarves. And it's like, that is a mighty big coincidence four years before Gorenja. So it's, I like your idea that like Shotaro Shinomori was like, Who's, okay, if I'm going to, if we're going to do eight Riders, I got to give them all different colors, scarves colors, and gloves. Right scarves and gloves and then so he's he and then later on he's like hey out. how about it's i like, do huh. that for all the heroes in a team exactly <laughs> uh-huh. the, the only one that's that they don't read that's actually it's not reused for quite a while is purple because of the 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 poison purple color psychology thing that japan has going on because right. they almost never use purple because purple for them is poison not royalty like it is for us right right but yeah so four more shocker riders show up so we have so we saw mm-hmm. yellow these are the scarf colors we saw yellow yellow we and saw white. white and then and we then had we green green purple and then pink and then i think the other one was black but it was hard to tell yeah and they all just show up on right. top on like these little hilltops and they're like i am shocker rider number one I am Shocker Rider number two. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm watching this going, you copied this for for, for Sentai. I know you did because all we're missing, they're even kind of sort of doing poses. Yep. Individual poses. They're not really good. They're not really that different from the anyone else, but good night. You're posing. You are a Sentai team before Sentai. Yes. <laughs> And they're the bad guys. They're the bad guys. Like, you could argue that these guys are like the forerunner to the yes. evil ranger. Like truly at this point, this is the forerunner to the evil ranger trope. It might even be technically Which, the first example because before this, like in Ultraman, well, there is, there we is just had another, one evil hero. I- Ishinori, I know, did have another, sent, uh, not Sentai, but another tokusatsu show that only lasted like a season. Skull I think and it wasn't, I, I don't know if that's what it was, but it had like eight members, but they were all the same uniform color. So. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know much about it other than that. So he had an idea for another team before Sentai, but and maybe that's where the number eight comes from. I don't know. Who knows? I but, don't know. But who knows? It's but just, I'm like, good lord! Just, and then had, this had to have been in your mind when you created Go Ranger, right? Right. Had to be. Right. And then, you know, like, we have a crazy move with Ray Poimoth and Shocker Rider 2 because, yeah. you know, like, Ray Poimoth, you know, does the, like, jumping flip like Kamen mm-hmm. Rider normally does to a Kaijin. And then Shocker Rider 2 just flies up and knees him in the, you know, in midair. And then that's when, you know, we get our full fledged team up with the Riders. Mm-hmm. And then I try to remember, did they beat Ray Poimoth or is Roy Poimoth still in play? Because I. I- don't remember because the thing is since the evil since the shocker writers have shown up i keep forgetting about the monster of the week i know he's completely overshadowed by shocker writer in this yeah and then when more of them show up that he's even more overshadowed Mm -hmm. but this ends our cliffhanger is our two heroes standing back to back surrounded by six evil writers who are the same way that common writer got surrounded by the shocker goons in the first episode right when they do the little upside down shot thing right except there's no upside down shot but and then it just ends and then it just ends like this is a cliffhanger you're leaving off on the six evil writers it took everything Mm -hmm. in me not to watch the next episode If it weren't for the fact that I then had to start sh- setting up for Cellcast, I probably would have at least watched the beginning of the next one. Yeah, but man, we're going to have some exciting things to talk about in our next Henshin Men episode because I really want to see what happens with this. And I want to know, it sounds like, judging by the title, we're going to find out who the Shocker leader is. Yeah. I'm hoping we're going to find out who these other writers are because I can't believe it took Shocker this long, Gel Shocker, whatever, to make more writers. Yeah. Because you know, because they've had the the plans for technically the only other writer they made was Common Writer Two, and they let him get be turned to good also. So why have yeah. they not made more writers? Yeah, so this obviously, is obviously the only thing that can stop Common Writer. So yeah, so now at this point, this is what's so insane about this. They finally figured out why don't we just do this again and just make sure mm-hmm. that we actually turn them, and then we're gonna mass produce it. Yeah, <laughs> why stop at one? <laughs> That, that actually brings the question why they haven't mass produced any of their monsters yet. I So I, I'm really excited for the next episode because yeah. so, I'm hoping that we get a payoff to who the shocker leader is. I'm not expecting ho- it to be I a hope, big surprise, but I, I know what the, the form looks like, but who it's supposed to be. I don't know. Right. So I've, I've just seen the monster of the week version. So if it's someone we actually know, I don't know who they are. Right. I mean, like, you could get really insane with that. I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. like, haha, it's been Tashibana all along or something insane. <laughs> it was Taki all along. <laughs> it turns out it's Taki. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> that would be twisted. That would be so twisted. I'm so glad I've avoided spoilers for this. Uh, but anyway, let's let's get to our awards. <laughs> get to the awards unless you have more things okay. to add I, no I, I did just look it up because i was curious if he appeared later on and he does he is in two more episodes after this uh ray poimoth ray poimoth okay so, so he did not get around. defeated in this episode That's okay all i'm gonna say okay all right so anyway it's time for the awards these are fun little awards that we give to standout elements of the tv show episodes or movies that we cover here on the show starting with the henshin kick Award for the best stunter fight scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 
Mine, I'm gonna, uh, you went first last time, so I'll go first this go time. Mine is humorously called writer on writer action. <laughs> There's a lot of it in this one. <laughs> it's actually for the previous episode, the first one that we covered, because that's when you know, Hongo shows back up and he picks a fight with Shocker Rider. I'm like, oh man, this is nuts. Like we and they actually they have a couple of fights in that episode. We even get Rider Kick versus Rider Kick, and they yes, predictably first time that's happened, and they and they predictably cancel each other out. <laughs> Which really shows that Shocker Rider is on par. This is not mm -hmm. somebody in disguise. No, this is an actual writer on yes. par with our hero. And apparently they've not done any upgrading to the model. Unfortunately. But <laughs> so we got a writer kick versus writer kick. They're chasing each other on motorcycles. I mean, they are all in with mm -hmm. this with this whole thing. And I... I get it. Maybe for some people, they're like, who cares? But I'm like, if you love superheroes, even if you've seen this trope before, yes, even if you've seen this trope dozens, if not hundreds of times, it's still fun when it's well done. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You know, it. I mean, like, look at look at Sentai and Power Rangers. They've done this mm -hmm. a lot of times, varying levels of success. I mentioned the Psycho Rangers. Like, that yeah. is the evil ranger trope perfected. And you know, I'm curious if these will end up being like the Psycho Riders. The Psycho Riders, <laughs> actually, Psycho Riders sounds amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's either a supervillain team or a metal band. Yeah, maybe both. That would be great. <laughs> Psycho writers. So that's mine. What did you have? I love the fight on Toei Rocks, as I call uh, it. The Toei Rocks. Yeah. The, with, with, against Flytrebi and uh, Evil Shocker, uh, evil, uh, Shocker Rider, and how that eventually goes down. Because uh, at the end of that of, of the episode, you know, he's, Kamen Rider's holding onto the rocks, and Flytrebi just gets just a little too close, and yoink! Down <laughs> into the water we go! Or as the kids would say, yeet! <laughs> no, yeet's when you throw it. Yeah, I know, it's when you throw it. I don't know what, I don't know what dragging it down that's why i went with yoink yeah yoink makes more sense yoink yes. is funnier too but yoink we're going into the water let's see how you dissolve fly <laughs> that's our head cannon to explain yes. why he's i'm assuming he's gone. dissolving yeah he's dissolving all right next up we have talking toku for the best special effect we've already talked about it, so we'll just get out of the way quick that fly suit is wild <laughs> it is absolutely wild this is the probably the zaniest kaijin of the week mm -hmm. that the show's ever had because like the fly trap mouth is basically a huge like a third of his head that's more like half of his head right. because it brings Replacing an entire eye he's missing an entire eye which means he's technically using Using an you know an eye socket to spit you know, dissolving acid at you. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's he's nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah, he really is nightmare fuel. What did you have? The explosion in Rider HQ. <laughs> there with uh when they i think it's when it's when the white scarfed writer is there and it's like guys that's obviously not common writer why are you doing I, oh look he exploded <laughs> it wasn't really an explosion it was ray poimoth shooting his poison stuff out and it caused everyone to get to fall asleep but it's like oh and it turned the lights off somehow <laughs> dramatic lighting the power dramatic, of dramatic yes, because lighting. it's back when common writer the actual common writer shows up there so it's like why did it change did, did somebody stay behind and turn the lights back on after they left right <laughs> Right. All right. And then I, next still, I still love the look of how they open the box and <laughs> covered in flour. Uh, they did, do, they did do some miniatures in this for when, yeah. uh, when Hayato and Shocker Rider go over the cliff. I thought about including that, but I'm like, not your best miniature work show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, next up we have coming at you for the best line. I you went with this one because this is as much explanation for <laughs> for Mer Hongo's miraculous survival that you're mm. gonna get, which is and. It's also just a BA line, which is, as long as Gelshocker survives, I'll never die. <laughs> There's a part of me that wonders, like, how horrible would it be if that was literal? Like, yeah. he defeats Shocker, and then he dies. He was... <laughs> he was destined to defeat Gelshocker, and he never did, so he's still alive 300 years later. <laughs> <laughs> That's so depressing, actually. Yes. Death, it, uh, cursed by immortality. <laughs> so long as my enemy remains in power. Mm -hmm. uh, Imagine if it was Hydra, then, because they never get defeated. <laughs> Cut off one head. Had <laughs> two more take its place. Yeah. What did you have? When the, uh, she's not a leader, but it's the, the girl connection they have with the anti-shocker alliance. Yeah. Is surprised who, that who, there I, are two writers. Yeah. I, I, there's something, you bring that up. I should mention this. That was an interesting scene that we had in this because the anti-shocker alliance has to vote on whether or not to go along with the exchange. Right. And they technically vote not to. You know, needs, of the, man, needs somehow, of the many sort of a thing. And yeah. she teleports uh, to the other side of the uh, outside. True. <laughs> but then she's the one who says like, you know what? Here, go do it. So she right. makes, you know, this big moral dilemma tough call so they can mm -hmm. go do their thing i appreciated that yes that's some good but, writing but, there but then she gets confused it's like wait there are two common writers lady you already know about hayato because you've been talking with him because he's obviously your contact <laughs> you should know that right now as far as you should be aware there are three i think the anti what? there's actually eight <laughs> I think the Alliance needs to work on their communication. They do have some communication issues. Well, when when Simon of the of the Chipmunks is your main <laughs> communications agent. That explains a lot. Maybe that's why we haven't heard of them before this. Their communication. It's their been, communication. Been they, they've been secretly communicating through Alvin and the Chipmunks song. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> Sending subliminal anti-shocker messages to yes. Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> like you play Alvin. Alvin and the Chipmunks backwards. Yes. It's like, Shocker, Shocker is evil. Shocker is evil. Shocker is evil. <laughs> you only thought Witch Doctor was a, was a weird song about how, uh, I don't know. <laughs> about a guy using a Witch Doctor to, witch get, doctor his, to, to get, get his crush. Yes. It's like, okay. No, it's actually about Shocker is evil. The Witch Doctor is Hayato or something. I don't know. <laughs> now we're veering off into weird weirdness, even for conspiracy theory territory. Exactly. Well, when, uh, when you bring in Alvin and the Chipmunks out of nowhere, <laughs> out of nowhere. Anyway, maybe I almost want that to be the title of this episode. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks out of nowhere. nowhere. No, I'm sticking with Will the Real Common Writer. Please yes. stand up. Anyway, stand and then up. speaking of that, WTH, what the henchin for the craziest moment. Okay. I realize the Chipmunks thing is still the craziest thing, but mm -hmm. for me, in kind of a world building sense, I don't get this. Shocker, the shock, not just somebody in Shocker, the freaking Shocker leader, Gel Shocker, whatever, mm -hmm. actually says things in this episode, in the second episode, that make it sound like he actually considers the common Kenny force a legitimate threat that must be dealt with. And I'm like, they are children. Unless this is Showa Gamera, I don't think you have anything to worry about. Why are you afraid of children? I mean, I get it. You want to 
brainwash the children in your third shocker school. But that doesn't mean you think they're a threat. You think they're going to be a threat later. Why do you take these children seriously? Common writer, the friend to all children. <laughs> I just, I'm just like shocker leader. I think, I think you just lost a few po- uh, evil points, intimidation points, because you think the children need to be dealt with. Well, Damn, and it's like, do you consider the are the messenger pigeons threats too? Do you, is that why? Is that why carrier pigeons are extinct? You were trying to kill them all <laughs> so that you could that's, hamper that's their he, efforts. I hate to ta- break this to you, but telephones were invented. <laughs> that's why the that's why the canary monster existed in that one episode. Because it's like, well, we'll cut that. Think about it. they had the. As a, I don't remember what the other half of the canary was. I'm sorry, but they had the canary monster in one. That's why the horizon operation pet exists. They had two ways to get it. One is through the pigeon door, which they used the canary for. <laughs> and the other is like, oh, we'll just randomly give these kids fancy mice. <laughs> fancy. That's how we'll get it. Fancy mice. <laughs> Not just any mice. Fancy it's mice. Fancy mice. Yeah, like they're, they're wearing nice. Wearing they're wearing nice suits, or and they're you know they're they're wearing Rolexes, tiny yes. tiny Rolexes, top hats, Armani suits, <laughs> Armani suits. I'm so fancy. <laughs> fancy mice are putting on the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> Now, only only a certain group of people are going to get that, and they got to be really deep in that group to get that one, because that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut to a popular reference. If that, never mind, I'm done analyzing. Honestly, that. I'm not even sure what deep cut you're talking about. I, I thought you were making I, Young Frankenstein. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were making. I thought you were making reference to a certain very popular worship song in the in the Christian community. No, I don't even know what you're talking about. Awesome God, Rich Mullins. That's a line. Putting on the Ritz. Yeah, I'll have to look this up. Okay. Later anyway, on. moving on. It's not a song that's come up at my church. <laughs> I'm surprised. Anyway, what's your crazy? Everyone but Hayato ignores scarf colors. <laughs> Granted, Alvin and the Chipmunks probably should have been in this spot too. But I honestly, at the when I was looking at, I was looking at the awards earlier. Alvin and the Chipmunks didn't come back up. But scarf colors. <laughs> How did none of you pay attention? You are wearing common Rider scarves. Nick, what color are they? They're red. They're not yellow. They're not white. They're not pink. They're not purple. They're not green. They're red. Why aren't you look? Why do you not know that that's not common Rider? Uh, I mean, at least ask him a question. It's like, why do you have yes. a different scarf? And then he can give you a BS answer for it and move yes, on. I, I would have accepted this, but none of you are noticing. Hey, you got a different scarf on. Why it's like, it's scarf? like, it, it is, it's such blatant cartoon logic. You ever notice that? Like in a lot of mm-hmm. cartoons where there's like an evil double or somebody's mind control granted, or something, there is the a whole... very obvious visual cue, but it's like the visual cue only exists it's... for the audience. Exactly. The on, If this were happening IRL, obviously common, uh, Shocker would have just copied the common writer look exactly it would have been a red scarf and and silver gloves and 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 boots but for us they said oh we'll let y'all know it's a different one by giving him a different scarf color the problem is it just makes everyone look like they're idiots <laughs> granted it's a small change it probably shouldn't matter in the grand scheme of things but i'm still sitting there going it's scarf is yellow you <laughs> idiots <laughs> Why am I getting flashbacks to Liar Liar? (laughs) The pen is red. (laughs) (laughs) The scarf is red. Yellow. (laughs) Yellow. Oh my gosh. Uh, Guess what? We only have a minute to henshin it. 
this is where we give our final thoughts in one minute or less. I'll go first. Go. go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh. I this is the first time, not that I hate the show, but this is the first time I have been desperately invested in this to the point where I like I don't want to stop. I know I have to stop here to podcast and I don't have time to watch more and take notes and prep and all of that stuff, but I really want to see where this is going. I like the fact that we're getting back to well not back, because this has only happened rarely, because this is at a point where serialized television is very novel. <laughs> incredibly mm -hmm. novel even in japan so I i'm really digging this and i can't wait to record our next episode and talk about the conclusion i hope it's worth the wait yeah 50 seconds not nice. as good as travis but still all right you ready to make me look long-winded <laughs> i don't know if i have to work that hard to make you long-winded but sure i'll give it a shot all right on your mark and say go <laughs> oh yeah plot we actually got plot we actually got stuff going on i still don't know why Flytrebee just dissolved out of nowhere and somehow this this kaijin that looks like it should be a hell's angel looks like it looks like an old witch woman but uh <laughs> we we don't have just one common writer we don't have just two we got eight common writers N next sunday 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 <laughs> we're gonna have the fight of the century <laughs> with eight common writers going in at who will win who will lose let's face it H hongo and hayato are gonna win we all know that's gonna happen anyway <laughs> but who cares it's gonna be the fight of the century sunday 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 or whatever day this comes out <laughs> <laughs> you actually were only five seconds faster than me <laughs> <laughs> that's just because i was i didn't know where i was going when i started and then i went into the the wrestling commentary <laughs> sunday 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 this week at wrestlemania <laughs> common writer versus common writer versus shucker writer versus actually anyway yeah. <laughs> I, I, now i want to see i want now i want to see hayato and hongo cutting a promo <laughs> let me tell you something shocker writers i don't care if it's a handicap match at wrestlemania we're getting the tag team championship belt <laughs> rumble in the quarry common riders versus shocker riders in the ultimate handicap match <laughs> oh my gosh I, I mean there was a pro wrestling episode of common rider uh, yeah i know <laughs> so, i saw that one yeah so anyway before we really come off the rails thank you for listening to head should men the tokusatsu appreciation podcast you can find links to all our social media in the description of this episode you can listen to more of travis on the backlog of Ka of the kaiju weekly podcast and listen to more of me on the monster island film vault and our sister podcast in the kaiju ramen podcast network the power trip a journey through the Power Rangers franchise. And where can they find you, Drew? You can find me on the Cellcast podcast. We review animated movies and TV shows because they're cool and awesome and they're not just for kids. Also, you can check me out on the Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts, where I'm working through and analyzing Kingdom Hearts one planet at a time. Join me for that later. And I'd just like to say, I thought we already were off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to get us back on the rails. There Although rails? that would require that we were on the rails to begin with. Yes. But anyway, if you found I some enjoyment. Like railroaded. <laughs> if you found some enjoyment from this podcast, despite all the madness, <laughs> consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podchaser. And until next time, bring us off the rails one more time, Drew. Do you know that, did you know that Hi, uh, Hongo and Hayato are brothers? They're identical henshins.
podcast as part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcasting Network and is copyright 2023 Kaiju Ramen Media LLC.